Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, guys. The athlete development podcast that helps you young athletes break your mental and physical limitations in sports. I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe, and this is episode 604. Be prepared for your opportunity. Being the underdog is not a disadvantage. And sacrifice is an essential of sports. In boxing parlance, he is one of the legends of the sport. An Olympic champion and former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Today on the show, boxing legend, Smoking Joe Frazier. There's no way Muhammad Ali's name comes up in a conversation and Joe Frazier doesn't find his way in. After all, they fought three times and two of those fights were spectacles. Like most young boxers in the 50s and 60s, Smoking Joe grew up in humble beginnings. He grew up watching the likes of Rocky Marciano and Sugar Ray Robinson, both boxing legends. His stocky build made the decision to turn to boxing easy. He loved everything that came with it. The work, the training, and the grind. All that work started paying dividends because by 1962, he won the Golden Gloves Heavyweight Championship. He defended his title in 1963 and 1964. He lost only once in three years. The guy he lost to was also the guy who would stand in Joe's way of making the Olympics. As faith would have it, the same man would get injured on the eve of the Olympics. Guess who was sent in as a replacement? Smoking Joe Frazier. He didn't disappoint. He knocked out all his opponents en route to the finals where he captured Olympic gold by decision. From not qualifying at all to being 1964 Olympic gold medalist. The next year, he turned pro and he began his journey to the top of the heavyweight mountain. It will take him just three years to climb that mountain. The truth is that, you see, that journey would have taken longer. It most likely would have taken longer had Muhammad Ali not been stripped of the title for refusing to go to Vietnam. You see, Ali was the champion, was the biggest heavyweight at the time. Having been stripped, Frazier captured the title. Therefore, it was inevitable that that fight was always going to happen. Frazier versus Ali for the world heavyweight title. Ali looking to reclaim his crown was a battle of two undefeated fighters. It was dubbed fight of the century. Frazier would defeat Ali via decision after knocking him down. One of the very few times that Ali would taste the canvas. The thing with the heavyweight division at the time was that someone was always waiting. This time, it was George Foreman, a hard-hitting slugger. Frazier was destroyed in that fight with a second-round technical knockout. Foreman became the heavyweight champion of the world. Frazier lost his title and his undefeated record. His part with Ali would cross again in their second fight with Ali winning via decision. That fight would lead to a third fight which was dubbed the thriller in manila the ali frazier rivalry is one of the few rivalries in boxing with two different names fight of the century and then thriller in manila 
Ali won the third fight via TKO in the 15th round. A year later, he would fight Foreman again, but the result was no different. A fifth round knockout. That, of course, led to Joe Frazier's retirement. When all was said and done, his only losses came to Ali and Foreman, two of the most dominant champions of that era. His legacy was therefore not tarnished. During that same era, he was heavyweight champion of the world. He is often ranked among the top 10 heavyweights of all time. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from smoking Joe Fraser. The first lesson, guys, is be prepared for your opportunity. Be prepared for your opportunity. You see, one of the key things that I want you guys to identify, right, is common things that happen with different athletes. You know, we, we will give some examples with certain athletes, you know, and, and say things like you have to develop your own style. You know, so when we looked at Lewis Hamilton, that was the case. When we looked at Valentino Rossi, that was the case. When we looked at Dennis Rodman, that was the case. You see, those guys didn't rely on what everyone else was saying about the sport. Okay, this is how you play the sport. This is how the sport has been played for however long it has been. So you have to follow that route. They, they defied all of that and they went on to be legends in their sport. Now, when it comes to being prepared for your opportunity, there are also various athletes that we've looked at. Tom Brady, Sergio Martinez, just to name a few, and now Joe Frazier. So, Frazier, I mean, very dominant amateur record he had. Three times Golden Gloves heavyweight champion. He lost only once in three years. And the guy that he lost to was also the guy that he would lose to again en route to qualifying for the Olympics. So, Joe Frazier actually did not make the US Olympic team to the 1964 Olympic Games. He did not make the team. It was when this guy got injured that Joe Frazier was put in as a replacement. And guess what he did? He went all the way to win the Olympic gold medal. So he, he didn't even qualify to start with, but he went on to win Olympic gold. Now, just imagine if after, you know, during the Olympic trials, after Joe Frazier lost, you know, and he didn't qualify for the Olympics. You know, he just he just kind of went his way and, you know, he was just living his life. You know, wasn't focused on boxing, wasn't doing anything to be prepared. And then this guy gets injured. What would have happened to him? We would not be talking about him now as an Olympic gold medalist. It's the same thing that happened to Tom Brady. So Tom Brady was drafted, you know, 199th overall, 6th round. Story well documented. He was the fourth quarterback that the team had. So you had the first choice quarterback, there was a second choice, third choice, and he was fourth choice. So more or less like no chance of even playing, like just forget about it. Now, obviously, he goes from fourth choice to third choice, goes from third choice to second choice, and he begins to wait for his opportunity. He begins to wait for his opportunity. Drew Bledsoe, who was the starting quarterback at the time, gets injured in a particular game. Tom Brady comes in to take his place. And guess what? The rest, as they say, is history. He never relinquished that position for about 17 years. Not 17 games, 17 years. There was another quarterback during that period that was also drafted before Tom Brady. And one of the mistakes that he acknowledges that he made was that he said, you know, when I was drafted by the team, when I became second choice quarterback, you know, I taught myself just sit beside these guys, you know, just learn the ropes, just watch them how they do their thing. When his own quarterback, that's the starting quarterback of that team, got injured 
and he was put into the game to play he wasn't ready and of course it was a disaster little to say that you know the guy is into oil and gas or something something funny right now tom brady is still doing the business i also share the example with sergio martinez who went on to be one of the greatest middleweights ever of this era how did he get his shot somebody else was to fight for the middleweight championship of the world the person you know either gets injured or pulls out or something on short notice martinez takes that fight and guess what he wins it so i think it was against kelly pavlik or something and he becomes middleweight champion of the world same thing here with joe frazier guys so the question i have for you now is are you ready for your opportunity and i've said this previously on the podcast a lot of you are waiting for timelines a lot of you are waiting for people to tell you to get ready so let's assume you're a footballer now for example and you are you know you're expecting trials you're trying to sign for a team many of you would wait for when that agent or when the coach or when the scout will say get ready there's a trial and then you are going to need time to be prepared you are going to need time to get ready you are going to need time to put yourself in place as opposed to somebody calling you saying hey are you ready for a trial opportunity tomorrow and you're like hell yes let's go with this opportunity guys you always have to be prepared for your opportunity because in sports you never know when that opportunity would come it is not every time that you are going to have time to prepare i'm going to say that again it is not every time that you are going to have time to prepare sometimes it's going to be abrupt sometimes it's going to be impromptu so if you are not ready guess what somebody else will take your place and of course if somebody else cannot take your place you are going to absolutely screw that opportunity up because it because you weren't prepared you were waiting you were waiting okay maybe i'll have two weeks to prepare maybe i'll have one month to prepare so the question that should always be at the back of your mind is if i get an opportunity now am i ready if that answer is no then it means that you have to keep working if the answer is no it means that you have to keep working first lesson guys from smoking joe frazier be prepared for your opportunity number two lesson guys is being the underdog is not a disadvantage being the underdog is not a disadvantage you see i see so many young athletes who you know you you want to be um the favorites a lot of the time and you would very rarely take chances or take opportunities that leave you quote and unquote at a disadvantage you know so like all these short notice events and short notice fights and things that i'm talking about now many of you would take those opportunities if it's an opportunity where you are the favorites where you have a chance to shine where you have a chance to be dominant but if it is something that on paper you have no chance on paper you are the underdog on paper like you shouldn't even be with those guys you shouldn't be in the same conversation with those guys you will not take the opportunity because you think that you're going to lose how does this apply to joe frazier guys so muhammad ali obviously during that period was the heavyweight champion of the world you know he had won the title when he first sonny listing at the time youngest heavyweight champion of his era Oh, no of all time at the time you know youngest guy i think was 22 years old or something ridiculous like that and he had been dominating he had been dominating he had been dominating now this war with vietnam comes up and of course the american system at the time you know once you're drafted to go to the war you have to go to the war if you say no then it becomes an issue because it's a crime and and, and all of that now at the time Muhammad ali had converted to islam as well and he began this journey where he started fighting 
you know, the, the system to prevent him from going to Vietnam. He said, hey, I'm not going to Vietnam. They stripped him of the heavyweight title. While they stripped him of the heavyweight title, Joe Frazier had won the title. And of course, Ali's stock at that time had grown exponentially. He had transcended the world of boxing. Like, he was now mainstream. That's how popular and that's how big he was. And of course, he was undefeated. So when he fought his battle all the way to the Supreme Court and he won, and of course, he was reinstated to fight and all that, I mean, the first thing that he was going to do was try to reclaim his title because nobody beat him for the title in the first place. So who was the guy he was going to fight? Joe Frazier. And of course, what everyone was saying at the time was that Joe Frazier should not even be the heavyweight champion. It was because Ali was stripped that he had the chance to win it. So if Ali was the champion, I mean, he would not have won. And don't forget that at the time, Ali had lost, what, three or four years of his prime to fighting, you know, the system and fighting the American um, armed forces or whatever it is that you call it for drafting him to Vietnam and refusing to go. So going into that fight, Joe Frazier was the underdog because people said, like, this guy is not going to stand a chance. And of course, Joe Frazier was, what, 5'10", 5'11", there about. He wasn't the tallest of heavyweights. Ali was over six feet tall, obviously. You know, and in all the news, in all the media, every single place that you turned, Joe Frazier was the underdog. So with the bookies, he was the underdog. Everywhere, sportscasters, presenters, he was the underdog. You see, he never let that get to him. When the fight started, whoo, like it was it was it was like nothing that Muhammad Ali had ever seen at the time. And of course, I can't remember if it was the 14th round or the 15th round. You know, he knocks Muhammad Ali down with this ferocious leg hook. I think at the time, it was the first time he had been knocked down or the second time. I think he had been knocked down by one British guy before. I can't remember his name right now. You see, he did not let that underdog status mean that he was going there to fight scared. Mean that he was going there to not fight the way he normally fights. Because the way Joe Frazier fights is, is a pressure fighter. You know, so bopping and weaving. Bopping and weaving, bopping and weaving, bopping and weaving. That's how he does it. And he's relentless with the pressure that he puts on you every single time. And of course, he won that fight. And he handed Muhammad Ali his first defeat as a professional boxer. And of course, I remember when Yoel Romero wanted to fight um, Israel Adesanya for the middleweight UFC middleweight championship of the world. You know, and he, he references this story with joe frazier you know he talks about how you know you know short guy fighting the tall guy you know never had a chance i think i have to post that video again on my instagram and of course if you guys aren't following me on instagram you absolutely should at tola ugunlewe at tola ugunlewe so he talks about this story about how on paper joe frazier never stood a chance because obviously in that midway fight Izzy was the favorite. Yoel Romero was, you know, the underdog. And people said, nah, he's not going to be able to do it and all that. So he references this example about how people had said the same thing about Joe Frazier and how he wasn't able to do it. But guess what? He wins. And of course, Yoel Romero uses that to say, you know, anything is possible, you know, if you believe. Anything is possible if you put your mind to it and things like that. That's exactly the message that I have for you today. Anything is possible. Everything is possible. The minute or the fact that you are the underdog, it doesn't mean anything. What is the belief that you have in yourself? That's the key thing. That's the question we're asking. What is the belief that you have in yourself? If that belief is there, 
then that underdog status is unimportant. Second lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from smoking Joe Fraser. And the final lesson is sacrifice is an essential in sports. Sacrifice is an essential in sports. And of course, um, Joe Fraser had a gym in his hometown. You know, and on the walls of that gym. So I don't know if it's a Joe Fraser quote or it was just something that was on the wall of the gym. But what that thing read was we sacrifice because when we give something up, something will come back. We are disciplined because without discipline, there is nothing. Let me just take that again. Like powerful quote. We sacrifice because when we give something up, something will come back. We are disciplined because without discipline, there is is nothing you see the question i don't even need to go into detail with this the question that i have for you is what are you willing to sacrifice in your sport what are you sacrificing in your sport right now so just take a minute and just ask yourself what are you sacrificing in your sport or are you not sacrificing anything and that's exactly what joe fraser is saying here you see when you give something up you're going to get something back so if you delay gratification So the gratification of hanging out with your friends, the gratification of having fun. You see, when you delay that, you are going to get something back in the success you would experience in the sport because you are disciplined to put in the work. If you are not disciplined to put in the work, you would get what you want now, hanging out with your friends, you know, doing something fun. But guess what you won't get in future? You won't get the success that you deserve in your sport. And of course, you know, I've talked about this example with Michael Phelps so many times. How he trained consistently every day for four years in the build-up to the Athens Olympic Games. Every single day. You see, you have to sacrifice something in your sports. If there's somebody that says, hey, you can have the best of all worlds and all of that. Except you are already established. That is not true. Except you are already established. That is not true. At some point, you would have had to have sacrificed something to have gotten you to that startup. So when people see, um, who can I use as an example? When people see Ronaldinho having fun, when people see Dion Saunders having fun, you know, later in their career, even maybe Cristiano Ronaldo now having fun later in their career, nobody ever goes back to the beginning to see the sacrifice that they made to get to that point, to see the sacrifice that they made to get to that point. So that's the key thing. Consistently, Ask yourself, what am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to put on hold to ensure that I achieve the dreams that I've set for myself in sports? And of course, for Joe Frazier, it was sacrifice all the way. When he defeated Muhammad Ali the first time, that was one of the things that he alluded to. The sacrifice that he had put into the sport, even before he won his first amateur championships, they would pack rocks into a bag and he would use that to train. He would use that to exercise sacrificing all the way up until the point that he hits his goals episode 604 guys athlete maestro smoking joe frazier be prepared for your opportunity being the underdog is not a disadvantage and sacrifice is an essential in sports sacrifice is an essential in sports head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com Check out all the free resources that we have for you there. All of those resources are geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports. And of course, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe, 
the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice and of course don't forget to leave us a rating and review what your rating and review does is that it tells other athletes who find the podcast that this is a worthwhile resource they can use as they continue to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave a rating and review of course do not forget if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from smoking joe frazier i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day